Live from your $2 Uber from the Buckhorn Saloon, <laughs> welcome to the fourth episode of Washed. Before tonight's show, just want to take a quick shout out to everyone that has rated, subscribed, and reviewed our show. Uh, this week we did a big social media blast on Twitter and our personal Facebooks and our personal Twitters as well. I just want to thank everybody for tuning in. It's been great feedback so far and we're really excited. Uh, but welcome into Washed tonight. What's, what's shaking, DJ? Hey, yeah, I kind of just want to piggyback off you real quick. I want to give a big thanks to everyone as well. Uh, also, a big thanks to Tara Funk. Um, oh, yeah, she did a great job. Yeah, uh, another Petaluma native. Um, I work with her over at NBC Sports Bay Area, and she did our logo. Um, couldn't be more happy with it. She did a great job. You know, um, she's an amazing artist, and it was just really cool to, to see her put, her put the time into it. And looks really cool. Um, craziest thing is kind of just how much it looks like us. Um, I got the, the wild eyebrows that are, that are too thin and going... Three different Chinese dragonways at the end there, and, and you got your caterpillars up there. Yeah, so. my caterpillars up there. <laughs> my shit-eating, sarcastic <laughs> smile. Yeah, we got that going on. <laughs> so now, yeah, I want, just want to give a big thanks to everyone else and uh, welcome in. Um, you know, the weekend's done now, and kind of the big thing, which is always one of the weirdest things in sports every year, is the uh, the NFL Combine. It just wrapped up, and I uh, just want to know uh, if you tuned in at all, John. Yeah, I watched it a little bit, man. But yeah, just to, just to kind of like follow what you just said, it's the weirdest thing in sports to watch. It's like... Yeah. It's like uh, all these scouts. It's like going to the horse races. You're watching all these crazy, just gifted. Like they're not even human. They're like these guys are almost 300 pounds and they're running four seven forties. I mean, it's it's unbelievable what DK Metcalf did from Ole Miss. I mean, that dude literally looks like he's you went on Madden and you created a player. Strength 99, speed 99, height 99. Like he literally looks like a robot. I, I, it's like Westworld season two came a little early. That's exactly what <laughs> the first the first thing I tweeted was was the create a player. I, I felt like yeah. I was. I was 12 years old again, doing the creative player, had the, had the uh, different colored visors, 16 different arm sleeves. Yeah. Swag. <laughs> Literally, it was a creative player, and it was, it was wild to watch. Obviously, it's what everyone was talking about, and going into it, he, he had that, that picture that, that was on, out on Instagram that looked like it was on freaking MS Paint Photoshop. It was, it was insane. <laughs> like, the, the guy had a, somehow a 16-pack. I mean, we all have our own 16-packs, but... Uh, Anyways, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he looks ridiculous. Coors Light, the world's most refreshing <laughs> beer. He looked ridiculous, and it was uh, it was wild after seeing these pictures of, of how crazy he looked. Him actually perform like that. I mean, you you look at the measurables, and we were just talking about we were looking at it, just kind of almost just baffled and kind of like <laughs> laugh, just honestly laughing at each it's other. Stupid before it started, yeah. and when someone is six three, almost two hundred thirty pounds, wearing a four three three. 27 reps on the bench press of 225 pounds, jumped over 40 inches. It, it's ridiculous. I mean, it, it was it was fun to watch. It, it really was. I mean, like you said, it's one of the weirdest things to watch. But I mean, even if it was a, you know a, a little a little Twitter video or something, it was crazy. It's crazy to see someone run like that. Oh no doubt. Another guy that really caught my eye this weekend. You know, aside from the Joey Bosa's of the world, the Nick Bosa's of the world, those kind of guys, uh, the Montez Sweats from Mississippi mm-hmm. State. Uh, going to his measurables real quick. 6'6", 260 pounds, 35 and three-quarter inch arms. He ran a 4'4", 40 dash at 260 pounds. He did 21 reps on the bench press, which is still pretty impressive, obviously. 
It's unbelievable. I mean, six, six, 260 pounds. Yeah, like, I'm pretty sure I did 21 push-ups last night. Yeah, exactly. I'm pretty good on myself. Yeah, exactly. The, I think I, you know, the only 40 time I would probably put up is probably my, my drinking of 40 <laughs> I don't know if I could even think 4.41 seconds. Jesus Christ. No, no it was, it, I'm pretty sure that that was the record for D linemen. Um, yeah, definitely. Since they, well, I mean, not even just this year, but, but since they started doing these official times, I think it was 2003. And I mean, it goes back to what you're talking about at the beginning, how you're like just seeing these guys that are that are freaky, right? It, it's it's wild to watch Quentin Williams, who who could be in the top three picks. He he was over 300 pounds. He's running a four eight four, and for people that you know, they only think about the the four fours, the four threes, the four fives. You hear oh four. If you're in a, under a five at over 300 pounds, it's amazing. It's insane. Yeah, and you were just talking about sweat and. To me, the positions in football that that have been just the the freakiest over the years is is those defensive ends. Oh, definitely. They look like guys that can play power forward and and, and you know and, and dunk or something or or it's ridiculous and, and they run like that. It's it's wild to watch. Uh, and you think about trying to be a quarterback like Kyler Murray or something like that. That you know he he was five ten and people people thought like he was seven foot four. It was like oh my god, he's five ten. You're five five ten and you're running from someone like Montez Sweat. Right. Or Quinn Williams, no thanks, man. Yeah, no thanks. I want no part of that. No, it's it's crazy, and um, that would not be any fun. Um, you know, and it's not fun either. Is these guys are wearing like leotard uniforms? <laughs> I don't understand. I know you got to be aerodynamic, like swimmers. You know, you got to shave down. Just put on a pair of shorts. You can wear the leggings. Yeah. I get it. Put them on a Hanes V-neck. Yeah, yeah. Just get out there. Go go for a run. Stretch it out. Right. You'll be good. But they're just wearing. It's like a one piece bodies. I don't even know. what's no, going it's on. really like like the fish market of, of yeah. Sports. It's, it's insane. Re- yeah. I feel, I feel like I just took a trip to Seattle and went to, went to yeah, the local pikes. fish market. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's weird. Like we said, it's the weirdest thing. Every year, I catch myself being like, Oh my god, the combine down. What am I gonna do? Who's up for the forty? Yeah, who's <laughs> up for the forty? Did you tune- just see him on bench press? No, I, yeah. I, I tune in for the forty. I mean, every year. Watching these guys really get going, like get moving at that size for yeah. me has always been really fun to watch. And with with the combine every year, something that like that I was thinking about this year is just really kind of like we're talking about the, those freaks, right? And it kind of it's almost kind of like this this superpower of athletes kind of thing. And it got me thinking to like what what like athletic superpower would I want? You know, we're we're, we're both watched athletes now. So if if I was still playing, if I could have had a superpower when I was playing. What would I want? And for you, like, did, is there anything that like you're like, I wish I could, I wish I could have done this? Yeah, man. Like, obviously, being a pitcher, you were trying to get people out. If, you know, if I could just revol- reverse the role a little bit and just be like a, a Josh Donaldson, just a just a huge, you know, power hitter, just a big leg kick, you know, swing so hard that you slip a back disc. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hitting the ball 500 feet, bringing down some rain with it. Yeah. I think that would be a pretty cool superpower. You know, just being such a, a baseball first kind of kind of person. I would love to hit a ball 500 feet. Like that would be unbelievable just to be a power hitter in the MLB. Um, and you were a speedster yourself, but I'm sure there's something else that was kind of catching your attention when we brought this up. Mine is incredibly boring. I just want to dunk a basketball, man. I yeah, want to, I just, go, I, I just want to dunk so bad. Yeah. Honestly, I'm pretty sure that I, I'm I'm a little bit over six feet tall. I I might have got a, a, a finger on a ball one time at the outside court or a pedalimo, which was probably about ten foot four. <laughs> Felt amazing, you know. Yeah. But just just to have that feeling to actually throw down, like there's something about that that's power, it's grace, it's like it's almost like an art form, but it's yeah, also Yeah, it's like it's almost like you're snowboarding. You got like you're up there, you kinda of yeah. make a little trick and then you come down and land it. Yeah. You know, right? and, and and to yeah. have that to have that force, I mean, I don't yeah. know. There's 
there's really not that many more fuck yous in, in, in sports that are just to actually a, just a, a poster, poster dunk. Yeah. Dude, that, that that's is, the ultimate fuck you in sports. That, that gets yeah. me hyped thinking about no it. Doubt. Just like, you know, you, you have that dunk, you have the dream on stare right after. Yeah. And it, it, it can't get like much better to actually have that feeling. Yeah, that or hitting that mamma home right off someone just pimping it, just flipping yeah. the bat, walking down the line, yeah. doing the very spin. Yeah. You know, just doing some crazy oh, yeah. stuff. The freaking Sammy Sosa. J- the jumping triple, down, the triple down the jump line. down the line. Yeah. McGuire doing arm curls on the way down to first. You know. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Naturally. Naturally. Very natural. <laughs> but no, something about that, uh, the dunking, I go back to it. And, you know, we, we look at the dunk contest now and so many of us are just like, we, we have a freaking yawn fest because we're just, yeah. who, are, who are these guys? But then I try to like actually step back after being annoyed by it, like a few days later. And I'm like, yeah, that guy just did it. Just sort of 360 yeah. through his legs. Yeah. You know. So pretty legit. <laughs> no big deal. No big deal. No big deal. No big deal. But no, something about that for, for dunking. And then I go back to, I was just talking about, I watch the 40s every year. I, um, I was always a speed guy before anything else. It was my most like, natural thing. Uh, yeah. and, but, but I try to think about actually having that kind of like Usain Bolt speed or, yeah. or, or that. I remember when when Chris Johnson was running back for the Titans, CJ two K, CJ two K, and and when he had his combine, and I think he ran like ran in like the high four twos or something, and like he, you you feel like you're almost floating, you know? Like I, I remember getting going, I I think I ran out in like a high four or five one time with one of my fastest, and and that feeling of really getting going, is it's just so I don't know. There's there's something different about it, you know? I'm sure you know, huh? <laughs> yeah. Always a big speed guy. I'm just here so I don't get fined. <laughs> I'm just here so I don't get fined. But you no, know, yeah. I, I, watching these guys is just fun because you, you think about – it's such a reminder about the advancement of these athletes now. Uh, obviously, a game like football, we, we see – obviously, we see the power with, with how they're getting after each other, whether it's a, a safety coming over the middle and smacking a guy, a linebacker, or, I mean, even a receiver just mossing a dude. You, you really think of that that power and, and just, just that – Advancement of, of athletes, I think. Yeah, no, it's crazy what's going on in these bit power five colleges mm-hmm. with the strength and conditioning programs. What these strength coaches and what these coaching staffs and these recruiters, what they're able to shape. Yeah. Just you know, just seeing a kid in high school or junior high, even some of these crazy athletes in, in yeah. the Midwest and in the South, like they when they see the projectables and they're able to like use the technology and nutrition and what have you. Like these guys are like, it's literally like superhuman strength. Yeah. You know, it's crazy, man. It's yeah, nice. it's it's a reminder where I tr- I try to think about where it's going to be way down the line years wise. Yeah. You know, we we were just just talking about uh, a Montez Sweat who's a, who's a D lineman running a, a four four one. I mean, how much faster can it get at that kind of at size? that heavy? Yeah, yeah at, at over two hundred and sixty pounds. You really try to think about okay, how much faster these guys going to get? And you know, and in, in, in a sport like football. People obviously are uh, are worried about um, the health and everything, and, and, and but you know there there's certain variables that you know aren't exactly the sports fault. It's you think of, we were talking about the advance with athletes and stuff, and I really try to like think about like how much bigger and faster are these guys gonna get, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty wild to think about. Uh, it was a lot of fun. I mean, yeah, definitely fun. You know, it's crazy. It's not one of those things that you're gonna. You, you don't tell yourself, you know, hey, this weekend I'm gonna get some stuff done. <laughs> I'm not gonna watch it, and then you know, like it's SpongeBob, three hours later, yeah, yeah, exactly. you're like so glued to the TV watching yeah. the same highlights of the same dudes running. Exactly. But it's just kind of it's kind of like, addicting. Why am I watching this guy from North Dakota State? Yeah, run, run, run on a show real quick. Yeah, exactly. And, so yeah, it's. It's a very weird process, but it's it's fun when you when you look at these freaky things like we were just talking about. Yeah. 
Um, you know, it's a it's an easy transition for us to to talk about a uh, freaky too. Uh, I was another thing outside of like the like the actual sports world is, is uh, this whole Sandlot thing and just bringing it back, yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah, no, bring them, bring the band back. back for round two. No, I, I, everything is is freaking circular. Everything comes back, whether it's music, clothes, whatever. I'm wearing freaking magenta pants over here. Who knows what's going on? But uh, and everything always comes back. It, it, it's weird how that happens. And I mean, obviously, so often, especially with, with shows and movies, we try to just bring it back, you know? But they're actually bringing it back. They're using the original cast. They're going to make a TV show. <laughs> they're going to make a beer league softball team. It's going to be so bad. <laughs> what the hell are they going to play? They're playing like REBL, like an <laughs> over 35 men's league. I really hope so. You know? They're going to have a team dog. You know? They're going to have Benny the Judge just pull a hammy in the first, yeah, the first show. First show. <laughs> PF Flyers are going to go out of business because he gets hurt. It's going to be a comeback what season. The, what, the, what, the, what the hell is going on? Yeah, nah, I'm. They can't even find Benny the Judge. Apparently, the PF Flyers are. He's so fast that nobody could find him for the reunion last year. I'm, I'm still going to DVR it. Yeah, I won't. Yeah. I'm going to watch it. But... Please watch it. Yeah, I, I'm really interested to see how bad it's going to be. Um, yeah. They try to make a few, without the original cast, obviously. Uh, oh, Sam Lott, too. Movies after. Oh. Moving on. Uh, but no, but what we were thinking about was... Uh, so bad. Was really, though... That was our movie growing up, though. Oh, what? what, what, what? I, as baseball guys, as... One know, of my favorite... You're in, you're in Little League and all those kind of yeah. things. It was the Sandlot. Yeah, it was the Sandlot. I, I, you know, and for me, it's, I'll be honest, it still is one of, like, one of my movies in college before uh, opening day for us. The night before, I put on the Sandlot. Yeah, and, it's and, classic. You know, and it's and classic. I sound like such a, a freaking baseball romantic as I, you know, saying that, but I really did, you know, and it was such a movie for, for us growing up. It, it was such, you know, it did bring you back to, you know, being, being out in the yard, playing catch. Having fun with those kind of things, playing wiffle ball, you know, out of the river, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, we always used know. to do that. We used to play for hours, man, hours, in the summertime. Hours, hours, hours. You know, the Russian River, we used to go and with a couple families that we, we grew up with, and, and, and we used to just play all day, like yeah. six hours. All just play. day. And we made like dimensional field and 100%. used the deck as the backstop. I mean, we played for yeah. hours, man. So many just battles out there, just yeah. throwing all crazy pitches. It was just so much fun. No, I mean, that's, that's the essence of yeah. it. You know, that, that's really what we're talking about now. We, we are wash athletes, but, but that's where it all started. and. And that's what we still love today is, is, is you know, you're coaching, you're, you're still having that. I, I coach yeah, when I can absolutely. at the high school, you know, and, and that's when it all comes down to, yeah, you're trying to win games for your team, but in the back of your mind, you're always like remembering where it all started. Just like those, like those kids, those, those Sandlot guys, you always had like, you know, the freaking stud on your, on your street. You always had just that little gang of, of guys, you know, it was fun. Yeah. So, but... What we want to do now, like now that it's somewhat come back and it's in its own new stage, is almost look at our Sandlot team modern day day wise with players. You know, it was something that fun that trying to think of different guys, whether it be um, how they looked, how they played, kind of personality wise. It was something really fun that we we kind of both did uh, on our own time here, and we were kind of hitting ideas with each other too. So, you know, I'm going to start, start with the pitcher. That's where it always starts with. We're going to kind of go around the horn hill. Yeah, and, and um, so, yeah, first, you know, as a pitcher, I want to hear, who is your Kenny DeNunez? So, Kenny DeNunez in the movie, you know, is always a flamethrower, right? He's always yeah. bringing the heat. You know, he's hurting everybody's glove. <laughs> for sure, for me, it was it was a no-brainer. It was it was Thor. No, Noah Syndergaard with the New York Mets. 
just just the most explosive guy to watch pitch. You know, he has a closer mentality, but he he's a starting pitcher and do brings. He just he just absolutely just blows fuzz, you know, and and that that was a kind of a no brainer for me. What about you? Who was your pitcher? I have Marcus Stroman because I feel like he's someone that <laughs> nice. gets well, he gets after guys, but he also kind of has that personality. Totally, you know, he he uh, he kind of personality on social media. I can see the Nunez nowadays and that social media like doing the same thing. He would kind of talk a little shit while while he's up there. Oh, for sure. I could see Stroman doing that. Um, I'm pretty. You you played against Stroman in college, played right? Against, played against Stroman at Duke. I'm yeah, pretty sure he wasn't the quietest guy on the mound, huh? Nah, nah. He he he'll let you know about it. Yeah, yeah. you know, and and that's what's what's fun about the game now. I feel like that's uh, kind of being encouraged a little bit more now. I can see someone like the Nunes wanting to do that. Stroman kind of messes with his his movements on the mound a lot. He gets after you. I can see I can see him giving a little chin music and stuff. But he just seems like someone that. He freaking loves the game, man. He he loves it. He hates when he's hurt. He wants to be out there playing, but he'll get after you. And and the Nunes, same, same way. The dude wants to get after for, nice. for sure. Nice pick. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But hey, the, someone that we could love, though. Hamilton Porter. The big Hambino. The, the big Haas. The big the, Haas. The, the great Hambino. <laughs> and he's always one of the fun, like, one of the most fun characters to think about now, you know, jogging the bases, things like that, always talking it up. Talking about when they're playing against other teams for sure. He has that personality. He wants to hit bombs. Who's your freaking Hamilton Porter? So I got two guys. All right, I got okay. two guys, and they're kind of like both their personalities and their body types kind of mesh into one player. Yeah. So first and foremost, Kyle Schwarber, Ooh, former catcher. I like. Now that. he's trying to you know lose a little weight, play in the outfield. He's trying to find a way to crack it. Uh, great hitter, really physical guy, huge, strong, uh, just a big country boy. So that kind of caught my attention. And then Steven Vogt as the personality. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, just signed with the Giants uh, this offseason for a minor league deal. But he's a guy that when he was with the A's, had did the referee uh, referee impersonations. Like, he was just so, so hilarious as a personality. But he was also a good catcher. He was a two-time All-Star. And, you know, Porter was good. He was just a big boy. You know what I mean? <laughs> but he could swing it, obviously. And he obviously was good at catching. But... But you can see him doing like the Chris Farley impressions too, kind of like sure. behind the plate and stuff. Yeah, no, that, that fits well. Hey, yeah, make it a quick game. Got to be home for lunch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is your stuff out there? Yeah, she's naked. She's naked. <laughs> no, it's perfect. No, it fits perfectly. Yeah. yeah, I love that. I went with someone else. I went with Evan Gaddis, who for some reason is <laughs> still the lumberjack in the MLB. Still a free agent. Yeah, how is that possible? Dude hit freaking twenty five bombs last year. Gets after it, and he's They're too like, afraid to call him. No, yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. Like, He's like, all right, give me more. All right, but that's how I'm I'm a little scared of you, buddy. But I, with, with Hamilton Porter, with Gaddis, he, I feel like Porter now, you were just saying with Schwarber, right? He's trying, trying to find a position. I don't think Hamilton Porter could get that <laughs> no. position on the field nowadays. No. DH. Exactly. Yeah. Gaddis, like, he's kind of a catcher now. He's like a little bit of a DH. It's like, dude, just get, get in your ridiculous stance, swing for the absolute fences, <laughs> yeah. pull the ball. You're not going to hit it anywhere else. And just hit it as far as you can. That, that's Hamilton Porter. He also had the great nickname, the El Oso Blanco, for, for Evan Gaddis. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I had a C in Spanish. It's not a big deal. But, uh, but no, that, that was my guy was Evan Gaddis. I love the combination that you went with. Yeah. I had to go Gaddis. Then another dip and rip guy that I think we can both see Hamilton Porter just, just getting sure. after just, the plate. Yeah. But then we kind of go to uh, Timmy Timmons over at first base. Um, you know, a, a lesser... Lesser loved character in the movie, you know, didn't get as much fame as the first two, but um, but yeah, who who'd go with the with with the first Timmons uh, twin? So good comparison for someone that's not very loved, but just kind of gets it done and just kind of doesn't have a lot of power. Plays great defense. 
Brandon Belt. Yeah. Uh, I gotta go with the local, just the local first baseman. He's also a left-hander, but just a guy that doesn't have a lot of power, and, you know, obviously not a fan favorite because of all of his injuries and all this, oh, he could hit 30 homers, but he only hits 18, and he gets hurt all the time, and just, he fell on some really bad luck, but... I thought it was a good comparison for me. Well, what about you? Who's your, who's your Timmy? I was having a tough time with this one for sure. Uh, I really like the belt, like as you were saying, with kind of first baseman. He plays good D. He can scoop it. So I kind of went with someone else like that too, which was on, which was on Eric Hosmer. Uh, staying in the NL West, uh, multi-gold gloves. Someone that you, you always think, again, should hit 30 bombs. He's a bigger guy. And then, you know, they're lucky if he can hit 15, 18, 20, and stuff. So he's always kind of frustrating with that. Uh, if I'm going to kick it back further, he kind of fits a perfect JT Snow. JT Snow, he Sean does. Casey, something he, like that. He fits a perfect. Yeah, oh, oh yeah, I, I like the Sean Casey. Yeah, a little 260-pound slap hitter. That's a good little wrinkle in there. Now, and then we go over to, to second base. And uh, he's still off in the 60s, but uh, Bertram Weeks. Who'd you go with with uh, our guy, Bertram? So a guy that, that really reminded me of being an old-school player, Josh Harrison, the recently signed with the Detroit Tigers, just kind of looks like he's not in the right era. Kind of wears his pants like old school and baggy, but he wears them up. He's always like going to get dirty. Like the, yeah, always dirty, just a grinder. Play yeah. outfield. He's playing games in left field, center field, right, third, you know, second, obviously, is his main position. But he's a guy that just, he's always looking to get dirty, dive, lay out, do whatever it takes to help his team win. And uh, he just doesn't really seem like this era kind of player. This era is more flash, like the Machados of the world and stuff like that. Yeah. But I think Josh Harrison was a, was a pretty pretty easy pick for me. I mean, I don't know if he's going to bring the cha for the Ferris wheel for the oh, flowers of the group. The best. Tequila. But uh, no, uh, I like the, the Harrison one because, like you said, kind of old school, kind of just gets after it. Yeah. And I, I feel like he's never going to have clean pants after the game, which no. is always a good thing. I love it. He kind of gets after it. My guy, um, I... You know what? I wish Tim Lincecum was a second baseman. It would it would have fit too perfect. Oh, it would have been so perfect. We still have no idea where he is. He's still stuck in the 60s. Yeah. He's, a, he's on a freaking time warp right now. If, if anyone is going to find a time machine who's, who's a, a a baseball time machine, it's, it's Tim Lincecum. I love it. It's like he's our guy forever. Could you imagine him having Tim that me? long of hair in the 60s? Oh, it would have been awesome. That would have been crazy. Oh, I loved him. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, 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 it would have worked perfectly. He would have been the only guy. That would have been crazy. Yeah, he's he's still stuck there. That, that's all right, though. Yeah. But, but I'm going to go. We'll find him in a couple I'm going to go back to second base. I'm going to stick to the script. I'm going to go Scooter Jeanette as, the, as like the best possibility for Bertram. And the only reason is because his name is Scooter. And if anyone in baseball is going to be stuck in the 60s today, it's someone named Scooter. Yeah, no doubt. You can just see at like a 10-year reunion being like, oh, man, it's great to see you. What happened to Scooter? <laughs> yeah, like, it, it, come on, we everyone has that has that Scooter in, in their group, but hey, we really miss Scooter. <laughs> we really miss Scooter. So hey, we we miss Scooter. So we're gonna, we're gonna move on. We're uh, we're moving over to third base with with our guy Yaya. I I love Yaya. Um, I had a few people call me Yaya growing up. Uh, as yeah, you he definitely looked like a weird. As you can yeah. see, I got the little uh, Yaya talk sometimes going on there. So I'll I'll slow down, but. Uh, <laughs> It, it, it uh, yeah. I always loved Yaya yeah, yeah, though. He was such like a a personality driven guy. He was hilarious in the movie. Who who kind of fit that bill for Yaya yeah, yeah, with you? All right, Giants fans, don't hate me, but I really love this guy's personality and the way he kind of goes about things. Super like energetic, positive kind of personality in the game today. Kike Hernandez, I love that with the with the Los Angeles Dodgers. 
Definitely a guy that I grew to following on Instagram, Twitter. He's very, very funny. He had a, like a hilarious little bromance with Chase Utley last year, calling him dad all the time. Yeah. And just kind of was always so like energetic. Eyes were like, kind of like Hunter Pence. Doesn't look like a guy that's blinked in two years, but just a guy that's just super positive, just looking to play and have a good time. Kind of be a little clownish. I love the QK one. I'm kind of jealous with it already. He, he just fits that. Yeah. Wants to get after it. He has fun with it on social media and everything. He's someone that, I, that you can kind of like hip a home run, but not going to be mad at if you're a pitcher because it's Kike Hernandez. You know, like there's literally no bad spirits with it. Yeah. Someone that I went with who I, I guess you could say is kind of like the best version of, of yeah, yeah, as far as talent-wise, playing-wise, is I went with Alex Bregman. I, like the guy could be an MVP. Um, yeah, yeah, played a little bit short, a little bit of third. Bregman kind of same thing. He moved over to shortstop because of Correa and... But, like, he's an absolute stud. But he's someone that I feel like just loves the game. You, you hear about him. People talk about um, absolute gym rat as far as want, just wants to be on the field taking ground balls. Wants to be in the cage taking hacks. Uh, saw recently, like, a great clip of uh, uh, online. He actually connected with um, this nine-year-old kid. And, and it's through, um, I don't know if, you, if anyone out there follows uh, Pitching Ninja on Twitter. Really, really cool. You definitely should. Started this app, Flatground app, for pitching. And everything, and you know, uh, long story short, um, Ber- uh, Bregman actually ended up like meeting up with the, with this nine year old. He the nine year old got flown out to spring training because Bregman tweeted about like, "I'll bring him to bring him out," you know, and, and I'll work with them. And there's this whole video of of him working with them, having fun, talking about the game. He's in the cage with them, and he just loves the game. And you know, yeah, yeah, he's definitely a clown, but I can see him just absolutely just wanting to play twenty four seven. No matter what day it is, no matter what weather, Bregman kind of just reminds me of that too. So that that was my guy. Um, you know, he's like the best um, talent version of that. But yeah, I, I just I just love Bregman. You know, and that kind of wraps up our infield. Uh, the outfield was kind of a fun one for us. Um, yeah, well, actually, shoot, there's there's one left that I almost forgot, but because because he plays every position, he, you can play. You can say he plays center, he plays short. He literally he's a hitter, so so the, the guys can get infield outfield practice. And you know you know you don't think of him as as one position, but because like you know in little league there's always that shortstop pitcher center field guy that's just like the best athlete in the block. That's Brandon the Jet Rodriguez. He's the best of the best. So we're we're gonna talk about shortstop, but because of that, who do you have as Brandon the Jet then? Carlos Correa. Oh, Carlos Correa is my Benny the Jet Rodriguez. I like that. Just just a stud can play anywhere. Just crazy talented. Someone that little kids can look up to. And the, you had someone you could definitely just play a game with, so, yeah. I had to do a combination because we were talking about how we can kind of do everything. When I first thought about Benny the Jet, I went with Mike Trout. He's just the best in the game right now. He's, That's a great call. He's, like, he's an all-timer already. He's, a, he's the Mickey Mantle of today. He's just he's unquestionably the best player in the game right now. He's on a Hall of Fame tear already right now. Benny the Jet, he was the best of the group, hands down. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, and we were saying he can kind of play everything. So that actually kind of brought me to Mookie Betts. And I'm going to tell you why. He, he, uh, he actually first got brought up as a second baseman. He grew up uh, as an infielder, you know, was a second baseman. I believe he mostly played second base in college. And then they moved into the outfield. And that's something that you can kind of see Benny doing, right? He could, he could play short, he could play center, he could play right if you want him to, put on the mound if you want him to, whatever. But Mookie, you know, he's he's got someone too, you know. Obviously, we, we just said kind of Trout's the best in the game right now. But Mookie, he's, he's getting up there, man. I mean, he's amazing. 
really, really good player. Another guy that can kind of do it all. Kind of a shorter guy, but just but just that power stroke too, but can run. So those are my two guys, but I'm going to go a little curveball real quick. I'm going to go with Terrence Gore. I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> <real quick. laughs> Benny the Jet in the movie grows up, grows up to be... The only time that we see him and when he's older, he's a freaking pinch runner stealing home. If he, Against the Giants! If that's Are the, you kidding me? If he literally grew up to just be a pinch runner, I am pissed. I'm, I'm not so happy pissed. at all. I hope that this is the tail end of his career. Yeah. You know, and, it's, and it's towards the end of the season. You know, It's a big rivalry game against the Giants. You got Smalls up there calling the game Smalls, with, yeah. with his three foot bill and his freaking trout cap on. Please catch it. <laughs> but I, if, literally, if he grew up to only be a pinch runner, I'm pulling my hair out as we speak. So you know what? He's he's trout. He's bad. He's Terrence Gore. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, he's the weirdest, greatest baseball player of all time. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. The but, ultimate but, triple threat. But it does make sense. It totally makes sense. So there's our infield. Even though Benny's playing everywhere, he's yeah, he's. The neighborhood star, so now we will move out to the outfield with kind of the opposite of the neighborhood star, with the guy that, you know, had to like literally borrow a hat from, from Benny and everything. We're going to go to Scotty Smalls. Everyone's, you know, the, the most adorable baseball player. Oh, they're, they're, they're Scotty. He's trying. Good, good for you, Scotty. Good for you, Scotty. Going back to, uh, to please catch it, huh? <laughs> you know, um, but no, uh, when I thought about Scotty Smalls, though, um, this a thousand percent is not a diff. It just made way too too much sense to me. It was a, a now former Giants fan favorite. It was Hunter Pence. Yeah, you know, he doesn't have throw. That's the bad. That's the only answer for Smalls. He's you can't most, top it. He's the most unorthodox player ever of all time. But you know, he's he was a stud for a long time. You know, he's he's with the Rangers now, trying to make the team and everything. But he went years of being the most unorthodox player. Where you know, if you had a little league coach try try to tell him, hey man, this is how you hit a baseball. Fire that little coach. Fire that high school coach. Whatever you gotta just let this guy be. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, let him play. I, I don't care that it, that it, you know it hasn't worked out the last few years. Whatever the fact that the way that he tried to hit a baseball, the way that he tries to shot put a, a, a ball from the outfield, his warm up swings. Yes, it's, yeah, I'm Dick. <laughs> it hurts me watching, right. and and yet the guy can be an all star. It's amazing, like you know what I mean. So literally, the best version of Scotty Smalls. It's Hunter Pence. He's quirky. He's weird. I can a thousand percent see a ball hit him in the eye. I have to put a stake over it. I can see him with a weird long hat. Scotty Smalls has got to be Hunter Pence. Oh, hundred percent. And I, I don't have a counter to that. You I don't mean, have a counter. No, that's the that's the best pick of the draft. I'll so take far. Goal. I'll take that. Yeah, yeah. All right, fine. We're we're gonna move over to uh, to center field now. Who is who is your squints? This was a tough one for me. That was one. This was the hardest. This is a one. really tough one. He's such a personality guy, but he's like. Not and I went and player. I did a terrible pick. This is the worst pick of the draft. I went. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, no, it's pretty bad. Pretty, pretty bad. I went with Chris Taylor for squints. Uh, tell me why. I don't know. He's an outfielder, <laughs> and I, he came to mind. I have no idea. I heard he had a crush on Wendy Peppercorn. That's I, all I've I got. That. I've heard that. That's all I got. I saw Wendy walking around that way recently. Chris Taylor. Oiling. She was oiling. She was lotioning. And about Chris Taylor was looking. But Woo! No, but he's someone like it's you're not really a reason, but you you were saying he's just kind of a baseball player. He's just kind of a ball player. He's like the guy that would get dirty, play, pick up baseball growing up. Yeah, he's and he's another guy, I think also just because when I hear the word Sandlot, not only in the movie, I can see him like a Sandlot. Yeah, he's got the high he pants. He took the high pants, the stir up. He, 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 he can play anywhere. He plays second, yeah. short, center. Doesn't strike out. Just finds a way to get it done. Yeah. yeah, just and he's a great player, but 
Yeah, I can see wearing I can see wearing glasses. Not, not pretty pretty quickly down the road. The wild thing ones, hopefully. For, for, oh, I hope so. I definitely hope so. <laughs> you know, that, that was definitely a wild card. Uh, no mine doubt. is a thousand percent a wild card too. Uh, I went with someone that not a lot of people know right now yet, but it's Brett Phillips, who's now best ch- laugh image. Exactly, he's just he's super weird. Uh, everyone kind of loves him. Uh, I could again also see him being a terrible swimmer. For for no reason at all, but but he just kind of goes with it. He uh, he's trying to make the Royals this year. He he was pretty much kind of a big time prospect for for the Brewers for a while. I mean, he has a talent, but he's kind of just trying to crack through. He's a little bit of like a really young four A guy right now, but he has a lot of talent where he could really be a, actually a really good major league player. You know, um, but he just seems like he he loves the game. He's a funny guy on social media. He's a big like video game too uh, guy. So I could definitely see him. Being like the young guy, like in town, that has a huge crush on on a Wendy Peppercorn for sure. So that'll be, uh, yeah. He, for some reason, he just kind of fit the bill. He again, kind of a lesser known guy. Uh, we both kind of had a weird time trying to think of like the right squints. Yeah. He's such a personality guy. It's such a character that turned iconic, but was never that good of a player. <laughs> so yeah, for some reason, Chris Taylor worked. Brett Phillips worked. It brought us to uh to our last one with uh the other Timmons. Bro, said Tommy Timmons. Another kind of just weird final one for sure, though. Yeah, definitely a weird one. Again, had a pretty tough time. Yeah. Uh, Adam Eaton is my right fielder uh, with the Nationals. Um, just kind of again, just uh, the the Tommy's character in the movie was was a good defender. Yeah. Was was kind of annoying. <laughs> um, and it's you know I wouldn't say Eaton's annoying, but if I was an opposing pitcher, he's right on top of the plate. He's going to take a bunch of pitches. Become absolute pest. Absolute pest. You know, so I picked him again. Another guy that lays out for everything. Uh, a lot of my picks were kind of just based on the the style of their game. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. For guys sure. that play hard, lay out, get their uniform dirty, never turn it into their clubbies. You know, clean. Exactly. They're, you know, they're they're just loving the game. Yeah. Another guy that I went with that I tried to kind of do where I could see his style working too was Brett Gardner. Uh, he's kind of like an Adam Eaton too. Where, yeah, very similar. Players. Yeah, you can kind of where he is kind of like a pest at the plate. Um, Brett Gardner has always been interesting to me because he's a Yankees fan favorite, but he does not fit the Yankees fan favorite at bill all. at all. He's the not this boy. exactly. Well, he and you know he's not this absolute superstar. He's not this. You know, forty home run guy, but he kind of just gets it done. He has that kind of weird swing where he can kind of he can turn on one, but he also can kind of slap it the other way. Um, he plays. He he hustles on defense, everything. So he's kind of just I don't know. He's always been like an above average player, but but, but then you can kind of go on stretches where you're like, why the hell is Brett Gardner on the lineup right now? But well, if you love by the by the Yankees, two of all teams. So yeah, kind of went with Brett Gardner right there. Uh, that wrapped it up. Wrap it up for us. It was uh, kind of actually harder than we expected to. Yeah. And when you it was a hard mock draft. Yeah, it was. It was tough because, you know, it's always going to be like such an all-time movie for us. And you try to think of these personalities. You know, you, you try to kind of make up what their game would be like. Um, you have this superstar, Benny, who, if he's a pinch, pinch runner again, I'm going to be pissed. So you have these guys that are stars, that are tearing scores. All the different guys that kind of just don't make sense, but it was fun. Yeah, it, it was something that we yeah we kind of always kind of wondered, even just growing up, like you know just who who is this guy kind of thing. So to try to like put a put a face, put a name, put a player to, yeah, it was actually kind of harder than we thought. But 
pretty kind of pretty fun exercise. Pretty sure, fun. Yeah. And hey, watch listeners. If any of you guys out there have your starting nine for the same, oh, let us know for tweet sure. at us uh, at wash underscore pod. Yeah, and uh, definitely give us your feedback. Definitely want to hear what you guys are thinking too. That'd be a lot of fun for yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely. We're definitely gonna do like like you said right there though. I I, I want to do soon. You know, this is this is early stages for us, but I want to do a lot more kind of. You know, once we get growing more and more, kind of hearing from you guys too. You know, things like that too that are just fun. You know, give us your Sandlot starting nine, things like that. So that'll be something that we definitely try to get to soon for sure. And uh, it and it brings me to something that we do that that's always fun is uh, at the end of the episode every week is kind of our wash athlete of the week. Yeah, you know, sometimes we can be making fun of someone. Sometimes we can actually be honoring someone as a former wash athlete ourselves. Well, current wash athlete, um, but you know. There wasn't like a big one right now, but someone that we could talk about if we, if again, you know, bring back the band is that Andrew Bogut. Andrew Bogut, welcome. You are Washed Athlete of the Week. You are the Washed Athlete of the Week. Give yourself a hand. Give yourself a hand. Congratulations. But, uh, Wait, Bogut? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Bogut's going to be back. It's... It's pretty. He was the Australian League MVP this year. It's and be, defensive player. He's of the year. gonna have more fouls than minutes per game. Yeah, I can't wait for for him and Boogie to be racing to see who's gonna foul first. Yeah, it's no gonna doubt. be great. Great yeah. competition. No, but it was it. You know, it's an, obviously he's past his prime, but it's a good enforcer kind of right before the playoffs. You get another dude that can maybe come in and just be physical for a few minutes. And he's obviously familiar. Obviously, uh, no love lost between the Warriors and him on his departure out. He definitely had some choice words about, yeah. about the whole thing. It was kind of weird. He, he, he took off the, the day Durant signed. He kind of gave us all a little bit of a tip that Durant was going to sign with them. He, yeah. he took Warriors out of his uh, Twitter bio. And he, he kind of just put Team Australia and all that. So he was a little salty. But it's, it's part of the game. No, it didn't end how any athlete would hope. Um, no. And, you know, last time we, we saw him, he was a 1,000% washed. But... Honestly, I, I I'll be honest. I I caved. I I clicked on the uh, the tweet about looking at his highlights in Australia. He looked I, good. I, I mean, I don't know if he's playing against a local plumber or not, but he looked really good. <laughs> he, he looked trim. He was he was actually getting some alley oops. It was pretty. Yeah, like, he, he looked good. It's a good run. to see. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it'll be really interesting to see how much they use him right. once he comes over. It'll be a, obviously a quick spurt. More guy. of a locker room guy, maybe you know, for the younger guys. Yeah, yeah, I, don't know, I don't know how great that'll be. <laughs> trying, trying to spin that's it. That's the best idea. But, uh, no, it, it, you know, it's one of those things you always <laughs> – you never want someone that has kind of a, a, a you know a good long run with a team who has won championships. You don't want him to always end on sour grapes. He, he can someone yeah. that can turn freaking sour grapes and, into wine and try to win a championship with, with them again this year. It'll be really interesting to see how he works. You're talking about how he kind of is, you know, can get in there and – you know, be a be an enforcer. You know, and they they've always kind of needed more of those guys. So yeah, definitely. You know, Draymond and now Boogie. You know, having that extra guy off the bench. You know, in those third quarter, kind of when you're giving guys some rest before they close it out. That's going to come up huge coming here playing some physical teams in the playoffs. Well, yeah, looking at the physical teams in the playoffs, you get you have guys like Jokic for the Nuggets. If you look at the East, you're going to have the Marcus Sauls, um, all the the Brook Lopez's for the Bucks. There's actually a lot of centers, you know, and it's such a, a three-point shooting game now, such a spacing game. You know, it's very guard-driven. But there's, if you look at these, uh, the contending teams this year, there's some actually like really bigger, interesting centers, and like that will, that someone like a Bogut, a Boogie, all these guys, they're gonna have to bang around with them for sure. So that will be something to watch for me at least. Yeah, definitely, I agree. Yeah, so that was our, that was our watch athlete of the week. Again, give yourself a hand. Give yourself a hand. No, all I want now is to see them bring back, bring back Barbosa, bring back Spates. Like I got one better, Monte Ellis. 
Bring him back for a one-week contract. I don't know. Is he doing an Anna mixtape here again? Yeah, probably. Yeah? I don't know. I have no idea. Him and Frank Hopper? Yeah. Yeah, no? Yeah. (laughs) Remember back in the day when people were pissed they let go of him and kept Curry? (laughs) He literally got traded for Bogut. Right? It's amazing. That's If you're going to... If you're going to... I mean, Kevin Durant thing is completely separate. Totally, But if you're going to bring back anybody else now with Bogut... It's got to be Monte. Yeah, bring back Monte. It'd be, it'd be classic. It'd be hilarious. But no, we, we always love seeing familiar faces come back. It, he'll be, like we said, short off the bench. He'll be fun, though. It'll be a lot of fun. In real time, Boogie's getting into it right now. Yeah, we're watching we the Warriors-Celtics <laughs> game here. Boogie's uh, about to get teed up. He's getting after it in the paint. They're down Speaking by about 60 points. Good stuff. Yeah. But uh, no, uh, Boogie will be fun. Uh, watch Athlete of the Week. That was episode four. Thanks again, guys, for for joining us. Please, again, rate, subscribe, review, share. Let your friends know. Thanks again. Like always, stay washed. Stay washed. Later. Woo!